Welcome to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. I'm your host, Kristen Thomas. I'm a relationship, dating, and sex coach based in Kansas City, and I just love to talk to people about what goes on in their sex lives and relationships. I also enjoy a good conversation about love, activism, or making change in the world. Be warned, you should probably be 18 and over, and probably also listening on your headphones. Thanks for tuning in. On this episode, I interviewed Bella. Online, she's known as Bella Tricks or Treat 2. You'll find out in the episode why there's a 2. The overall theme of this show is nudity is not synonymous with sex. What you're going to find out from Bella, who is a fine art nude model, is that nudity is about so much more than selling sex or sex act or anything like that. Many times it has nothing to do with that. The internet right now is ripe with censorship, and it's the lack of consistency that's really bothersome. Women, women of color, black women, trans and non-binary folks, all these content producers are made to highly censor themselves on Facebook and Instagram, and many of their peers who don't fall into those categories are not held to the same standards. So a lot of them are turning to alternatives like Patreon or Twitter, Bella and I discussed her journey into becoming a professional model, and turns out after she left the interview, a couple days later, I was in my kitchen looking at my wall, and I have a coupon for a lingerie shop here in town, and I got to looking at it, and I took a picture of it, and I texted it to her and said, girl, is this you? And she said, yeah, it is. And then I backed up and took a picture of my little wall display that I have uh, this coupon attached to. And I just said, I have had you on my wall for over a year. I basically manifested you coming into my life and being on my show. So I really do feel like her and I meeting each other, it was just meant to be. We had a really lively conversation about sex and politics and censorship. I hope it gets some of you fired up a little bit about it. Because I know we are. (laughs) Enjoy the show. All right, on my show today, I'm joined by a very unique guest. Her name's Bella Tricks or Treat. I'm going to call her Bella. So welcome to the show. Hello, hello. I'm very happy to be here. So Bella is a model, but more specifically, she's a nude model. It's one of the many things that she does. But tell us more about yourself. So I am a full-time model. I am based here in Kansas City, but I do a lot of traveling. And although I do a little bit of everything with modeling, art nude modeling is one of the biggest things that I do because I first got started into nude modeling. I shot with a friend who had already done nude photography and was Mm -hmm. very comfortable nude. And so I felt very comfortable around them and I had never done it before. And we shot nude outdoors in the woods. Mm. And I had this moment where I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I feel so free. I feel connected to nature. It really almost was a primal thing because if you think back to it, that was how our ancestors were. And we get in nature and it was just this moment of, oh, wow. Like I feel so free. And from then on, I just started to become really comfortable with nudity and really loving it and how it made me feel because it also helped me with my self-image and self-love. Or before I, you know, maybe was not very confident in myself. And even though I was doing modeling, I had a lot of self-doubt. And I even still struggle with self-doubt. But doing nude modeling, it really made me embrace who I was and see the beauty in nudity. Because so very often our society associates nudity with sex. And although obviously they come hand in hand, nudity is not synonymous with sex. And so that was how I got into doing it more seriously is trying to show this message and show that nudity is not just sex and that it can be beautiful and it can be about the human form in in a truly artful way. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. (laughs) I love that. You're you're totally right. I mean, one of the things that just kind of came to mind there at the end of what you're talking about is when you're talking about showcasing nude models is about looking at the human form and what the body's capable of. And mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite 
things about um, nudity that's out there more publicly is like the Sports Illustrated nude issue where they have the athletes. Yes. And very artfully yes. nude poses. Absolutely. Like the Olympic athletes uh-huh. and the football players. Yes. Yeah. Just showing off how incredible their bodies are. And it's not a sexual thing. It is look at this human form. Mm-hmm. Look at what they're doing. Oh, yes. I love that issue. It is so beautiful. Yes. And not everybody is completely tight and toned. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there are stretch marks. There's, you know, pieces of them that they probably are not fully comfortable with. Yeah. But they are out there, put it out there for the world. And I love that you brought up that even you struggle sometimes with a, a bit of discomfort or mm-hmm. um, just that pressure on yourself even to. Like, yeah. And you've got a great body. I've looked Thank at your you. Instagram. Yes. <laughs> got, and you do have a Patreon page as well. I've not looked at that yet. But uh, your Instagram's beautiful. Thank you. What's your Instagram handle again? It's Bella Tricks or Treat with the number two at the end. So the number two is at the end because Instagram deleted my original account. Mm-hmm. And so I decided when I got a new account, I was like, should I do a different handle? Because they can find my new handle and target me again. But... Mm-hmm. I figured it would be easier for people who are following me before if they type in Bellatrix or Treat, this new one will Mm -hmm. pop up. Yeah. 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 I also had to get a new Instagram account. So I went from Open the Doors Coaching to Open the Doors KC. Yeah. It is incredibly (sighs) frustrating. So I I found you through Instagram and... um, I, that was one thing that I noticed immediately was at the top of your account. It says deactivated at 27 K. Yep. And I was like, oh, she had the same thing happen to her. I bet. And we, we've talked a little bit about this. So we are both in the, we talk about human sexuality. We post things that are about um, sexual health. We, we have, you know, posts that mm-hmm. are going to have semi nudity yep. um, or your posts specifically have to be highly censored sometimes, yep. which we can also get into talking about the policing of women's bodies versus male bodies. Oh, yeah. That is a huge thing because it's Let's actually... Let's start there. Let's start there. So it's actually become even worse. So when probably at the beginning of the year, uh, Facebook bought Instagram, or oh, was last, last year, year, but it was when Facebook bought Instagram that it really started going downhill yeah. mm-hmm. and they started censoring more because Instagram always had guidelines of, you know, you can't post female nipples, you can't post sexual activities, but it was, if you posted something and someone reported it and it didn't violate the guidelines, you it wasn't removed. Mm-hmm. Now it is like, even with censorship of I will overly censor my nipples out of a photo where you can't see a single thing on there and someone reports it and it still gets removed. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of, and I mean, they're very nice people, but I have a lot of male photographers who I've worked with who all they post is naked females and they have very, very minimal censorship where you can still see the female's nipples and those photos aren't getting removed and those profiles aren't getting targeted. photographers male content producers are not being censored whereas female content producers are and I actually literally yesterday just read something a lot of women uh dancers sex workers and nude art models are finding that if they go to their profile and they change their gender on their profile from female to male that they are getting censored less and that they're like, this is something they've oh, started. Oh, man. Yeah, I just saw this yesterday. I was like, I have to bring that up. I saw it on the Everybody Visible mm-hmm. page. Okay. And that is a really great I movement. Uh-huh. Try, yeah, trying to show that everybody should be visible. It doesn't yes. matter who you are. This censorship needs to stop because they are specifically targeting women, sex workers, women LGBT. Of color. Yes. Yep. Queer folk. Yep. And it is really bad. And... When I saw that, I was like, ooh, I'm going to have to try that. Like, put my profile saying... Because right now, I just say prefer not to say. Because uh-huh. I was thinking that would help. Right. But they're saying that if you say that your gender is a male specifically, that's helping with visibility and all of that. Yeah. So the algorithm, mm-hmm. it helps you too? Jeez. Yeah. And then, oh, everyone in my head's about to explode. I'm I know, sorry. right? And um, I'm not surprised. That's the sad part. I'm not surprised. That, right? It's, like, so disappointing that... It's not surprising. And what's becoming really frustrating is before, 
So whenever I got this new account, I was like, okay, if a photo needs to be censored, I just won't post it. I'll crop it in a way or I'll only do implied things where it's okay. a photo, but my arm is covering everything. My leg is covering everything. There's nothing to censor. Mm -hmm. Those photos are now getting reported and removed where there's literally not, I have not edited the photo in any way to censor it, but those are getting reported and those are getting removed because, and this is another article I just read and I'm going to quote a little more specifically. Sure. New guidelines from Facebook say imagery of real individuals with nudity covered by human body parts, objects, or digital obstruction, a.k.a. emojis, uh, are no longer allowed, including long shots of full nude butts. What? And so before, it was you couldn't have any close-ups of nude butts, and you couldn't have anything that was censored. They are supposedly supposed to be rolling out a new rule that just gets rid of nudity entirely, and that is a huge, and I'm talking about even like the average person who's just feeling themselves and posts a nude selfie. That's not allowed anymore. It's going to, and I'm really hoping that maybe it won't come to fruition, but I, right? It will. That's it how will. I feel. So, th so this is, was this Facebook or was this Instagram? This was a f for Facebook quote, but they would be rolling it out for, for Instagram, Instagram as well. Yeah. Right? You just guys. like rubbing the middle you of guys, your eyes. I don't, like <laughs> I don't even know what. <clears throat> it is so disappointing because I feel like we're taking steps backwards. backwards. Like we were getting to this place like, you know, three, four years ago when Free the Nipple movement was really, really big. And we were getting to this place where, again, celebrities were posting it and everybody was really embracing body positivity. Chelsea Handler was on it hardcore. Yeah. Still is. And just, you know, like embracing that. And now not only are we not allowing censored photos, we're not allowing nude photos of any kind, even if... So does that mean that burlesque dancers that have pasties on, they're going to get censored? Does that mean that... Okay, how how much covering does a bikini constitute? Exactly. I mean, there's some... Bikinis some bikinis are going to cover that body less than an emoji mm -hmm. or a, a or bar an arm. or an arm would. Yeah. Where is... And also, if you start censoring stuff like that... They start censoring Victoria's Secret, Playboy, right. Maxim. No, of course not. Like all <laughs> these people who are really, really huge. No, because they spend money. Yep. Yeah. Because they spend money. It's just to it's just to fuck with content creators like us that are trying to start a business, make a living. Yeah. We don't have money to throw at them. Yeah. And yet they allow, you know You can talk about rape. It, and sexual assault yep. or and all the anti-Semitic comments yep. or, oh, that's all freedom of speech. You can, you can lie in your political ads. Yeah. But the moment there is an arm covering a boob, mm -hmm. like that's not acceptable. But the rest of it is, quote unquote, freedom of speech. How, and, you know, and how is nudity yeah. not freedom of speech? Agreed. It is. It absolutely is. Yeah. Because that is absolutely. And again, one of the reasons I'm doing it is. Freedom of speech of showing that nudity is not synonymous with sex in that way. And they're censoring me and my voice, but not saying it is because they're saying they're trying to protect people. But the thing is, they're not protecting anybody. So how, I mean, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. How far are they going to take it? Does that mean if I go yeah. to a museum and I post a picture of a nude statue... Is that, yeah. am I going to have to censor that? Are they going to take the that down? The statue is a... Is David da going to yep. be taken down? Yeah. Are we no longer allowed to share Greek art? Yeah. Right? Uh, like, are we not allowed to have a drawing or a painting? Botticelli? Where does, yeah, where does it end? Yeah. 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 Mm. Well, I mean, part of the, part of what led us to this point is a piece of legislation that was signed into law a few years ago called mm -hmm. FOSTA-SESTA, which was intended to stop um, internet sex trafficking, which I, we can all just say like, yes, absolutely. We've got to do something to stop people yes. from selling people. Absolutely. However, <clears throat> the legislation was poorly written. Mm -hmm. It was very broad. It was very general and it was retroactive. And what it did is it removed, uh, I believe it was section 203. It's a rule that made internet service providers no, they, they used to not be responsible for user generated content. Mm -hmm. So what you make, Google Fiber is not responsible for. Uh, now they are, and it's retroactive. So now yeah. internet service providers are just doing everything they can to comply with the law. So on one hand, I understand that. However, yes, it's going to go through the courts. And yes, it's probably going to be shut down. But in the meantime... 
we're the ones who are stuck in the middle. Yeah. And I don't want to misquote anything, but the last time I checked, the act was not successful in damn near no, any way. No, it hasn't way. done anything to It hasn't stop stopped any trafficking. trafficking. No. It hasn't stopped any stopped any pedophilia going on online. It It is just a reason for them to target people doing art, but saying that, oh, any nudity could potentially be trafficking, even when it's very obviously clearly not. And yet all of these... The problem, it's not a, the problem. Well, the person who wrote the legislation yeah. and was one of its main supporters is from Missouri, Vicki Hartzler. And she's been quoted as saying that to her, pornography and nudity, things like that are synonymous with like deviance and sex trafficking, like that they're all tied together. Yeah. Basically, if you promote or support or consume pornography in any way, shape or form, you're promoting human trafficking. <laughs> so so right? crazy yeah and especially, one has nothing to oh fucking do with the other no and especially like oh it, just so many thoughts are racing through my head on like how mm-hmm. wrong that is and I've how backwards a lot that of porn. is i've never sold a human being yes yeah and <sighs> you're also if you're going to if you're not going to these black uh, black websites you're watching porn of consensual people yeah. who everybody's consenting and everybody's doing it together in a way that is safe and not trafficking mm-hmm. and the photos that are being posted that are nude but not pornography but apparently they're pornography just because people are naked again you can tell you know I just it's ridiculous because Rational the, human beings understand yeah. the difference and they understand the divergence between the two. Because this bill should have been helpful. It should be doing good. Right. It should be stopping that terrible thing that happens. But it's and not. it's not at all. And it would be one thing if it was helping to stop that and they were censoring us like this. Yeah. It would still be frustrating. But if it was being successful, I would at least be like, you know what? They're helping stop trafficking. So if they have to censor everything like this, it, it really fucking sucks. But at least trafficking is, you know, having some sort of effect. Yeah. But it's, it's not. not. They're being compl- nothing good has really come from this except for censoring art and other and free people. Yeah. This legislation has basically just made it to where those people who are doing those things have just gone deeper and deeper into the dark web because yeah. they understand technology and they have the cap- capability and the means to do it. Yeah. But for local police departments, local law enforcement to train somebody to be able to find these things going on in their communities costs yeah. so much money, takes so much time and effort. They oh, don't yeah. have the time and resources. Yeah. So they and just, they basically just made law enforcement's job harder. Yep. And now people like you and I, are constantly being censored. Yeah. I don't pay for any Facebook ads. I don't um, do any form of advertising. Because I just, I don't want it to happen again. Yeah. I like to. Because the whole process is digital too. That's the problem. Is that when someone reports our content, Mm -hmm. it's digital. They click a button and Facebook and Instagram just go, done. Okay, bye. But for us to get our pages back or our website back or our content back, that's a human process. That appeal process I reached out to Instagram every way, shape, or form I could. Mm-hmm. On every social media channel I could, so did my marketing guy. He knew a friend that worked at Instagram, and he contacted him to get a phone number. Yeah. Still couldn't get a contact back. He was saying, like, this is a business. I am her marketing professional. I am trying to get this answered for her. They never reached back out to it tell is- me what I violated, why I got deleted, who, you know, there was no thing saying you've been reported for this post or your page has been deactivated. They didn't they don't back send say, an email. They don't send an email. Deleted, nothing. Yep. Nope. I didn't get shit. You just nothing. suddenly can't log on to your page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is basically what happened to me. I How was long able did you to, have your page to get up to 27,000 followers? I had it. So I did have it before I started modeling, but I had that for seven years. So I, I've been modeling. I've been modeling seriously. For about four years, I've been modeling in total for seven, but the first three was kind of through school and very casually and with friends. Mm -hmm. And so it was seven years, 27,000 followers. And what's really disappointing is I had all this content and I have all my photos backed up on a hard drive. So I didn't actually lose anything, 
but I lost these meaningful captions that I would come up with sometimes. Or you know how Instagram archive will be like seven years ago today you uh -huh. posted this photo. Yeah. I don't have that anymore because modeling photos I have from seven years ago, I'm not going to post now because not, that's not representative of me. Mm -hmm. But it was fun to see of, oh my gosh, seven years ago I posted this photo. I'd, you know, post it in my story of look how far I've come. This is such a cute photo, but I could also see the growth of in me. Mm -hmm. And I've just completely lost that. Mm. It's very... And that was a lot of work. Yeah. That's a point. It's a lot of work too. Yes. This isn't just... Okay, so... I recognize that there are a lot of people on social media who are just out there trying to get likes for likes. Mm -hmm. This is your business. Yeah, I'm not about that. This is my that. business. Absolutely. This is how we make money. This is how we make a living. When I got deleted, so I was actually on the Instagram app when my account got deleted. Mm -hmm. I had 19 messages in my inbox when it got deleted. And I know a lot of those were business messages. Mm -hmm. And I don't know who what, when, where, why, you know, and I never got a chance to have those opportunities. Some of them were just friendly comments, whatever, but I know at least five of those messages were potential shoots or collaborations or work. Yeah. And in the middle of my message to somebody, I got kicked off and redirected to the login page and my stomach dropped, my face got hot, and I just knew they had deleted me. Mm. And even though I had seen a pattern of people getting deleted, I hadn't had a, a photo reported in so long that I was like, oh, that's not going to happen to me. It's not going to happen to me. And then it happened, of course. And I went through the process. They eventually did respond. And they do not make it easy to find out no, what they happened. Don't. They don't email you of like, hey, we deleted your account for this reason. You have to find this obscure link mm -hmm. to appeal to them of, hey, my account got deleted and I don't know why. They, you know, after 48 hours, I got a response on why it got deleted. And then you can appeal it. But the appeal, the very, very few accounts I know that have gotten deleted and reinstated later said that they appealed five times a day, every day for three months. And that was the only reason they got their account back. I probably reached out 50 times. And it, yeah. And, but what, what kind of pattern is that? That, that is unattainable. Who has That's the time undoable. to do that? You yeah. can just start a new page at that point. I That's did, what I did. I did that for about a month and a half. And eventually I was like, this is just, isn't even fucking worth it. Because also at this point, I used to be very regular on Instagram between mm -hmm. like six to eight every day I posted every single day was very consistent responding to comments. I was always on Instagram getting inspiration scrolling through my feed. Now if I think about posting I'll post and I get on post and I get the fuck off like I can't even stand it anymore. It's unfortunate. I use it, it for my business but I yeah, would not if I didn't have to. It's a great and it's a huge thing for businesses like us. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I had messages from potential clients waiting for me. Yeah. I had just responded to one like an hour before I got deleted and I could not find her after I got back on. Yeah. I could not remember her username because right. she wasn't local. And why, why would you think that you would need to remember? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's I had just sent her a message asking for her email address. So yeah. yeah. And then she got it and then was like, wait, this account's gone now. I don't know. <laughs> like, and and I mean, yeah, I know. I, I don't know if she'd gone to my website, looked at any of my information yeah. yet. I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. Mm. It just mm. The internet police suck dick. Yes. Ugh. Something I actually, kind of going back to earlier, you had mentioned um, censorship between, like, females and males. Uh -huh. Male I nipples was, are fine, but females yeah. are not. It pisses me off. So... They're also, you know, heavily censoring the LGBT community mm -hmm. and, you know, trans people and non-binary people where, you know, maybe they were born with a woman's body, but they don't identify as a woman. They're still getting censored. And it's like those aren't female nipples. It's non-binary or it's a trans male. Mm -hmm. And they're actually I heard, unfortunately, I don't know the specific name of the account, but there was a trans model who was a trans male, and before he got his top surgery, he got photos removed, he had, you know, censorship and censorship issues for his nipples, even mm -hmm. though it was a male. Mm -hmm. After he got top surgery, the exact same nipples, now it was fine, and photos weren't getting removed. Mm -hmm. It's like, what the hell? It was the exact same nipples. They Little didn't get new nipples. That's yeah, it. they didn't get new nipples after top surgery. Mm -hmm. 
the exact same ones. And so, <laughs> it's what? The it's the lack of consistency <laughs> that yes. pisses me off. Yeah. It's if like you're going to have rules, choosing. fine. Fine, fuck you. Have your rules, but be consistent in how you apply them. Mm-hmm. And they are not consistent at all. Yeah. Because I've also actually, I would never report a photo of someone who is actually working a business because since I've had it happen, I would just, t- I mean, talk about bad karma. Like, it would make me sick to do that. But there are certain accounts that, like, they're just reposting smutty photos. And so, you know, it, it's not a business. It's just, like, a repost account. Yeah. And so I'll mm-hmm. see some photos, and I've tested it out before. I'm like, I've posted a photo that wasn't even as bad as this, so I'm going to report this photo and see if it gets taken down, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. And I'm like, okay, so my photo where nothing was showing and nothing was even censored got removed, but this f- close-up photo of a butt is okay? Like, They must have marked themselves as a male on their profile. Yes, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, the lack of consistency is one of the most frustrating things. Well, I'm so sorry that that... You went through that, and because I obviously understand the Same, headache, but like yeah. yours was, well, you you'd done a lot more work than I had. I mean, mine was my account was a year old or whatever, and but still, still it's frustrating no matter what. And then it, there's and also effective. the anxiety and the fear moving mm-hmm. forward that I'm going to do all this work and lose it all again. Yes. If I if it happens again, fuck them. I'm done. Like I don't give a shit. Which I will is, find other ways to yeah. reach out to people. Like Which Twitter, why, here I come. Yeah, that's why I'm so hesitant. And don't post as regularly, especially now that before when it was censored photos that were getting removed, it's annoying, but okay, it was still censored, whatever. These photos where there's literally nothing showing and they're still getting removed, I I am so afraid to post anything because if I get too many things reported again, I will get removed and mm-hmm. what the hell? And, and then I also know, though, there's some hater out there who, for whatever reason, they're following me or they're searching me out and making it a point to report my photos because they know that it'll get taken down no matter what. So I'm like, what? I'm reduced to posting only lingerie photos, which I love. I love all my photos, but that was my whole thing was I love all of my photos. I want to share them with the world because I'm proud of them, because I want to show people that, you know, nudity is not synonymous synonymous with sex. I'll Mm -hmm. say that 500 times, but that is really ultimately what it comes down to. Yeah. And so it's so frustrating that someone has that much hate in their heart for whatever reason that they keep seeking it out to report because they know Instagram's fucked up and it's going to get taken down. And the trolls get fed. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's a little troll sitting under his little bridge. Safe behind their computer phone screen. Mm -hmm. It's time for a quick break. I promise it'll just be a minute, so stay tuned. I'll be right back after a few words that help me get paid. That's That's been one of my fears about putting myself out there more, too, as I've built yeah. my business, is the, you know, what if I get somebody who just for some reason latches on to me and decides that what I'm doing that they just don't like for whatever reason. Yeah. They don't like that I'm trying to help people with better sex education and overcoming misinformation and giving people permission for their pleasure in whatever capacity that means in a safe, sane and consensual way, you know, and some people may really misunderstand what I do as a sex coach and then report me or again, just like sick their followers on me. Um, And I think that kind of censorship is almost even more crazy than the censorship of my photos because they're censoring your words. Mm -hmm. You're, not necessarily posting nude photos and so like truly censoring words and again like they won't censor hate speech because it's freedom of speech but censoring your sex positive speech isn't censoring freedom of speech like Mm -hmm. how does that make any sense somebody can come out and say just the most hateful disgusting comments but oh, hey, they have the right freedom of speech, but you're trying to open people's minds about sex, and oh, that's not okay and smutty. Yes! <laughs> yes, 100%. Yes, you get it. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a very strange world, and that's well, partly why I love doing this podcast, because I can just put whatever the fuck I want out yes. there, and people listen, Yep. and they're very appreciative. I have people come up all the time and tell me how much they love the show and the, the topics that I talk, talk about, because... 
I'm, I'm not just talking about like how to have better sex. I'm talking yeah. about activism. I'm talking about like my last episode was with some gals called the uh, barrier babes who were out trying to help oh, with yes. STI prevention yep. and getting condoms and barrier protection out there yeah. for everybody. Um, so this isn't just a podcast that's focused on like everyone talking about their sex lives. Like, yeah, we talk about that sometimes, Yeah, but, and it's really incredible because our society, especially like specifically in America, we are obsessed with sex, but don't want to talk about it. Don't want to look anybody in the eye about it. I mean, that's why the whole term sex sells. Everything is sex based. All the beauty brands, perfumes, cars, food very often like everything is using a form of sex to sell it but the moment you try and educate people and talk about it oh gosh oh my god no or the moment someone is in control of their own body and posting about it oh my god no that's not okay that's not okay Mm -hmm. you can't see it we can't look at that yeah yeah I um I see a lot of sex coaches out there that use themselves very much in their marketing. Um, Mm -hmm. and I have like zero problem with that, like more power to them, but I've made a very conscientious choice to not use my image as much or especially not in a like sensual way because Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that it is very much focused on the conversation about communication and education. Like, and it's not about me, you know, but I I will share other people's content that's got nudity all day long. So Um, I completely relate to that because I, because my message is most specifically nudity is not synonymous with sex. I stay away from anything that could be a little racier or, you know, more sensual, but I don't mm -hmm. see, I know a lot of models who do more erotic work Mm -hmm. and I don't see any problem with that. But I know that if I Mm -hmm. got into that, my message of nudity is not synonymous with sex would stop being a message because people would just see those images and be like, oh, but she does do that. So it, nudity is still sex and I'm it can be so an ha- aspect of it yes and yeah. obviously of course it is but I'm so I have to be kind of careful because I'm trying to people with small minds need a very clear message and that would be a confusing message I like that yeah. I like that I might have to steal that please do people with small <laughs> minds need a very clear message yes because yes. I have noticed on your work that it, this isn't about um it's not about simulating masturbation or sex acts. Mm-mm. It's not about you touching yourself in sensual ways. This is more about the the way like light plays on your yep. form. Or the or, shape of the body that I'm making. Or one of my favorite things to do is just figure out how I can bend my body in weird ways to create these unique shapes to, again, show like, hey, it's... I want people to look at my images and go, oh, she's naked. Like, you don't even quite realize it at first because you're taken with the image and you're looking at how beautiful the image is. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I almost didn't even notice she was naked. You know, like, oh, mm-hmm. I did, oh there it's it is. a secondary thought. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's about the image of it. Mm-hmm. And the biggest compliments I ever receive, and I, they're not constant, but when I get them, it means so much to me. People coming up to me and saying, like, I I thought I had an open mind about it before, or maybe they didn't have an open mind about it before, but after seeing my work, it opened their minds either more or it opened it newly. And that really means a lot to me because I'm like, okay, you know, maybe it's only 10 people I've actually affected, but that's 10 more people who they might affect 10 other people. And then those 10, you know, and then the Mm -hmm. whole spiraling effect of it because and some people who have come up to me and told me that are people who I really would see being against it and so the fact that I was able to help open up their minds to nudity really means a lot because it's It's just bodies yeah it's one of the whole reasons I'm doing it and the whole part of everybody is beautiful too because I do Mm -hmm. I'm actively aware that I do have a very not a traditional body because I my waist to hip ratio is curvier than the average person, but I do have a very classically quote unquote beautiful body versus, you know, whatever. But m- like my true so you have mission, like a, like a ballerina physique. Yes, yeah, like a, With a nice booty. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say not <laughs> quite a classic hourglass figure because my top is smaller, mm-hmm. but wider hips, and so it is very visually beautiful. But my whole thing is all bodies really are beautiful, and I'm actually working I don't want to give too much away because it's in the very preliminary stages but I want to do a photo project where I'm there to help people be comfortable but I want to take very beautiful nude photos with 
like the casting call, mm-hmm. if you can be comfortable in front of the camera in some nude form, come. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have any requirements on what you look like because I want literally everybody Anybody. to show to showcase that of like nudity is OK. It's beautiful. It doesn't matter what you look like. The human form is gorgeous. Okay. And yeah, <laughs> that would be I would I'd be there. Yes. <laughs> I got a little more comfortable with nudity after um, I went and played at one of the clubs here in town and was basically in a thong in front of a room full of people while I was getting whipped it's, and flogged and things like that. It so. is really empowering. I It was the first time I'd ever taken my bra off in public. I've yeah. not been to a nude beach or anything like that. Um, yeah, I just kind of like put my hands behind my back and had my hands like, in my class. And I was like, like okay, here it goes. They're just yep. boobs. They're just boobs. And my friend goes, they're just boobs. And he was maintaining eye contact. And I took my bra off. And he goes, see? Yep. We're fine, and he was still maintaining eye contact. Yeah, and yeah, it was it was fine. That that fine. actually, on top of the going back all the way to the beginning when I talked about my first nude photo shoot in the woods, that same friend, one of the reasons I felt comfortable doing it, I was at his place. There was probably about six or seven of us. I knew him. I didn't know any of his other friends. They were very nice to me. But like in the middle of all of us hanging out, a girl got up and she like changed her shirt and her bra just like while still talking to all of us and nobody fucking batted an eye. And I had this moment of I was like, that was awesome. Yeah, because that's how it should be. Like it wasn't it like she just she need she was changing clothes. It wasn't and she was in the middle of a conversation. So instead of stopping and going to the bathroom, she changed her shirt. And that's just what it was. Nobody was like, oh, nobody looked away. Nobody like looked down. Or, or said like, like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah. It was just the conversation continued. She changed her shirt and the, we went on with our days. And that was a really eye opening like, moment of, yeah, it's just a body. It is just a body. I feel, like, I feel like artists and theater people kind of yes. get that mindset a little faster, a little easier because they're Absolutely. so used to being around people in situations where like quick change and you're yeah. dressing rooms and then. Artists theater and, kids throw some pretty crazy yeah. parties. I would say artists and theater people too. definitely are some of my favorite to be around because they are very naturally comfortable with nudity because mm-hmm. artists I actually do some figure art modeling and it's really great of like, yeah, I'm up in front of 10 to 15 people and they're all staring at me, but they're not staring at m- me. There's, you know, like it's, it's interesting because obviously they're staring at me because yeah. they're drawing me, but it's almost... It's not like you're the vessel. Yes. You're the vessel that they're recreating. Yeah, exactly. And they're focused on the art and recreating the image versus like, oh, it's naked body and I'm Mm -hmm. looking at it. I'm drawing, you know, Mm -hmm. they're focused on it. And then, yeah, like you said, with theater kids, there's so many quick changes. It's like, don't even bat an eye. Who cares? (laughs) Like, just change right here, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I need to surround myself with more theater people, I feel like. Yes. (sighs) They're great. I actually have found, I have gotten so comfortable in nudity like it's a, somebody called it a second skin, which is funny because it's just your skin. But I did a shoot with someone who at the end of the shoot, they were like, you know, that was probably the best nude shoot I've done because you are so comfortable in your own skin and in nudity. I forgot you were naked. Like we're, we're just chatting. And even though I'm fully clothed and you're naked, like it, wasn't a thing and I'm mm-hmm. like that's because it shouldn't be a thing and it's not a thing and that's how it life should be with everybody of like if somebody happens to be changing in front of you just whatever like whatever that this whole talk just makes me my mind was just going to places where it's like man I want to host like a get naked party yes where people if if they come and they don't in, don't end up getting comfortable enough to get completely naked all good but again, kind of like around that all yeah. bodies concept, the more of like, how do we each We're just, just make each other out. feel comfortable with it? And yeah. like, it doesn't have to be about sex. It doesn't have yeah. to be about an orgy. It's just a get naked party. Like just people who are truly comfortable in their own skin and they're hanging out and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> mm, we need to put our heads together mm, for this. That sounds fun. Like, yeah. <laughs> just like-minded people. Yeah. So, you know, I brought this up earlier, but obviously, you know, part of what you're doing is is building a, a brand and a personal mm-hmm. business and stuff like that. So what's what's your goal? What are your, what are your plans for the next few years? What are you kind of building for yourself? So I have been full time just since June, the very, very beginning of June. Before that, like I said, I've been modeling for seven years, but 
I was always doing something else, always had another job. And the job I was working before, it was a corporate office job. And even though I liked what I was doing, I was miserable in that setting mm -hmm. because I'm such a creative, you know, working at an eight that. to five, mm -hmm. 40 hour a week office job was draining me. And it came down to, I was like, I don't want to look back on my life and be like, I didn't try hard enough or, you know, I, I don't want to just give up on my dream. Yeah. And so... Since then, I'm doing a lot of traveling for the future. Right now, I'm revamping my website, which is bellatrixretreat.com. And there's no two in it because I had this before. <laughs> but again, still the same thing. And really just trying to continue moving forward. I don't have a super long-term plan because, you know, things come and go. And if another new opportunity comes up, I would you know, be willing to work with it. But ultimately, continuing to travel, continuing to create art, continuing. Right now, my main thing is my Patreon. Mm -hmm. That is where I have a large collection of my photos. So I have some public sets. Then my boudoir sets are avail available for just a dollar. Then there are teaser sets that are $7 and then full sets that are 15 And I started that. Yeah, tell us more so, about Patreon because I'm wanting to get really going on Patreon myself too. So. Yeah, so Patreon's this great website where, and really the nude community on there is very small. Podcasts do it, musicians do it. It's a place where people can pay to get extra content from the creator. This just happens to be nude photos for me. But I started it because I've gotten some offhanded comments and of course it's always from straight white males because <laughs> they're angry that, oh, I can't see your naked body for free I have to pay oh, for right. it and I'm mm -hmm. like mm, fuck off right but they like saying something of like oh you know oh the one comment was like empowered by the female form but powered by the male pocket and I'm like no I men was aren't the only one that <laughs> probably want to pay to see your photos yes. and it's and actually I have a lot of artists who are on there who it's for reference photos mm -hmm. like it's not all about that and I was doing nude photography for like two years before I got a patreon I just got one because I figured out, like, when I get photos back, I can get up to 100 to 200 photos back. And I'm only going to be posting 5 to 10 of those yeah. anywhere, even even less so now that Instagram's all fucked up. Uh -huh. And so I figured, you yeah, know. Yeah, everywhere I, that you want to <laughs> post them for free, you yeah. get censored. Yeah. So that's I'm why like, we have to charge yes, for this shit. Exactly. <laughs> like, I would like to share every yeah. photo I have, but they won't let me. So I might as well I would make... gladly show you my nipple. Yes. <laughs> like, so I might as well make some money off of it if I'm going to be censored for it. Hell yeah. But Hell it yeah. has, if it's Patreon. your image. You are absolutely entitled to make money off of it, however yeah. you fucking see fit. Right. And even if Patreon closed down tomorrow, my actions would not change. I would not stop doing any of this. It was just something I discovered like, oh, hey, I'm already doing this and I have a shit ton of extra photos that the light of day has never seen, mm -hmm. or they've never seen the light of day. That's the phrase, whatever. <laughs> uh, but might as well share them. And that's why I also do public posts too, where I'm like, I'm really proud of these photos. And I, you know, I'm not going to share every single one of them, but here are my favorite 10. And like, I don't care who sees it because I'm really proud of these photos. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's a really great place where you can just share extra content mm -hmm. and, it's not quite as censored. It is still so they don't allow pornographic images on there. I have heard of other art nude photographers who have more erotic uh, work that they post on there and they uh, have gotten Where it censored. Where has more of a sensual erotic nature to yeah. it rather than and just like the nude art. Nude yeah, form. and it's more mm -hmm. like open leg shots, gotcha. like that kind of okay. thing, which... You I know, mean, it's it sucks. vulva still just the yeah, exterior of your body. Right. It sucks that there, there's still that censorship, but it's nice that there's would, not quite as much. Would they show male testicles? Probably not. Okay. All right. I, I think, and I think they would be consistent on okay. their censorship of, okay. you know, just no open male nudity. I don't know. That would be interesting, mm -hmm. uh, which is why a lot of people go for OnlyFans. Which is similar to Patreon, yeah. but it instead of tiers, it's one level. And they, to my knowledge, they don't have like any censorship rules. You can post whatever the hell you want on there. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. See, that's the thing. We just got to find these uh, foxholes that yep. uh, allow us to get our content out there and yep. reach people. 
So oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Patreon, I, I think, is a great way for artists and um, just, just people who are making things. Whether yes. it's for education, exactly. art, um, to get support, even if it's just, like you say, a dollar or $5 yeah. or $10 or, yeah, a lot of, like you see a lot of podcasts do it. So oh, I, yeah. I need to get, I have a page. I just need to get, like, better about. Yeah, I like The thing about, up. like, posting, like, the exclusive content, like, mm-hmm. I sometimes just post the entire podcast, I guess. Yeah. I just yeah. <laughs> like, okay, we're, we're going to, you know, keep keep talking after this and then, like, check my Patreon yeah. for exclusive content for the rest of the conversation. That's yeah. what I need to start doing. So. Yes. Yeah. That's why sometimes when I do want to do a public post, I do still have to be a little choosy because I'm like, I still need to have some that are exclusive to Patreon and only my patrons are saying it. But I also am with revamping my website right now I am going to be adding a fine art nude section where I'm gonna have very selective ones on there but again like I'm not ashamed of what I'm doing and I'm very proud of some of these images and I will have them but it most of them that's when the ones that I am the most 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 proud of are like in nature mm-hmm. like in this grandiose nature and I actually just at the beginning of the month and next week I'm going back I shot nudes in the Moab desert Ooh. and talk about incredible I mean we hit like six different locations and they're just amazing because you're in this canyon you're in the mm-hmm. desert the lighting yeah and it's around. just yeah. really surreal and those are the images that I'm so extremely proud of because those are long days and you know you've got to hike to all these locations but the way they come out again it's that nude in nature thing where mm-hmm. it really is connecting and no matter how tiring I tired I am it is so amazing being out in that kind of nature naked mm-hmm. I bet yeah not many people get the chance to do that or take the opportunity yeah. to do that but yeah there is something very like you say primal about reconnecting with nature mm-hmm. nude. God, yeah. I need to plan a nature retreat and just... That's why I'm like, yeah. that naked party, we should do like a camping naked party. Mm-hmm. Like finding a place where... But that... There uh, is a camp close by that has... Like you can rent oh, nice. it. I, I met somebody at one of the LGBT chamber events that was telling me about their camp. I got to reconnect with them and find out more because that yeah. might be kind of place where we could do that. Right. Do but, like a, a solstice. Oh my gosh, for the solstice. Oh, that'd be amazing. Like a yes. goddess, a goddess retreat. I yes. Mean, like just reconnecting. It was like female identifying. The moon mm-hmm. and like her. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Incredible. Yes. I'm way into all that stuff. So yeah, I don't talk about it all that often on my, um, my show, but I do actually, if you're open to it, do tarot, a quick tarot reading for my guests. I would love that. Yes. I saw I saw those cards there. I was like, are those tarot cards? They I'm not are. sure. Yes. So they're erotic tarot cards. They're really, really beautiful. That is awesome. Yeah. I love this kind of reading. Oh, that's yeah, that one's amazing. Right? And see, I'm that's the next step. Slowly but surely. Showing that nudity is not synonymous with sex. But then the next step after that is showing that, hey, if nudity is with sex, that's also okay. Like it as is. long as everything's consensual. Like for me personally, I may not be into everything sexually, but I honestly do not care what another person's sexual preference is, what kinks they have. My one requirement is everything's consensual. Yes. Period. Yes. Then I could give a fuck. Like, as long as everybody involved is consenting, that is all that matters. Yes. Go ahead and do whatever. And I don't even like to say weird things because weird is a negative connotation. I like saying, like, unique or different. Do whatever different thing you want to do in the bedroom as long as everybody's saying yes with a consensual mind. Yes. Yes. I've also tried to remove the word weird from Mm -hmm. my my vocabulary because – and I try to – also correct others when they say weird. I'm like, well, I mean, what's weird, really? Yes, I mean, we're exactly. subjective. Yeah. So Interesting. Let's, yeah, let's unique, call it like different. You like different. something different or yeah, um, yeah, just something um, non-vanilla is something that's kind of easily consumable. Yes. You know, that also can create a little bit of a binary though about like you're either vanilla or non-vanilla. Like, yeah. So you're either boring and bland or you're yeah. not. Like, I yeah. don't know. Like. It's not about vanilla ice cream still tastes good. Yes, it? right. It's still ice cream. <laughs> Absolutely. So vanilla sex is still good. So if you want, go ahead and cut that wherever you okay. see fit. Oops. Sorry. 
Okay. So we're going to take that one then. Perfect. Ooh, that's pretty. Oh, that's a nice one. So tell us what you're seeing here. So the card is called Tara, and there's like this really it's nice six. woven mm -hmm. peacock chair. There's this gorgeous girl. She's got one leg up. She's standing up. She's wearing some lingerie. She. This looks like now I want to recreate this photo, <laughs> honestly. I'm like, this is gorgeous. It, yeah. And she just looks like she's in this little gypsy area, but she's in this sexy lingerie, and she looks like she's feeling herself. Hell not yeah. literally, but like, you know, like she's like, I look good today. We're going to have a good day. Mm -hmm. It's going to be nice. Yeah. She's feeling herself in the sense of like how Lizzo feels herself. Yes, Excuse me while exactly. I feel myself. So, well, Earth um, corresponds to the suit of Pentacles and Pentacles is about getting your money, girl. Uh, the sense of touch and the physical and material sphere. The Earth governs the body and our knowledge of it and also the instincts and sensations which this knowledge brings about. It's also a re relationship with the self and one's inner being. I so mean, the six specifically is about gifts. Oh, Patreon's kind of like getting mm -hmm. gifts, right? Fairness. We were totally talking yeah. about fairness this whole time about like, just be consistent. The just distribution of goods, balance, and generosity. Which, yeah, the just distribution mm -hmm. of balance. <laughs> And the need to bring about lasting and positive change. Oh my gosh, what a perfect card. Because especially with it being the earth one and connecting, I'm like, that goes back to the nude and nature Absolutely. thing. Wow, that was a really good card to pull. I feel like everyone's cards that I draw for them on here really resonates with them. Yeah. And I love that. I absolutely love that about yeah, it. That so. was awesome. Oh, that what is a beautiful, beautiful card. Deck. Yes. I am going to have to take a picture of that after. Hell yeah. Because I know somebody with the chair that looks like that. Mm. I'm like, this is doable. There you go. Perfect. So, <laughs> Well, before I let you go, was there anything else that you wanted to chat about? No, not off the top of my head. Just nudity is not synonymous with sex and try and open your mind to your title. that. That's going to yeah. be your title for your episode oh, for sure. Amazing. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, Bella, thank you so much for being on today. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you. I had a lot of fun talking about this and it was really exciting when you invited me on. I was like, I had like a moment. I was this like, Oh my God, podcast, I was like, right? oh, I've never done a podcast before. And honestly, I don't love hearing the sound of my voice, but I'm going to listen to it anyway. Cause you got a great voice. Oh, thank you. You did well. You did well. So, thanks again. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. Please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. And check the show notes for stuff we discussed in the episode. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But visit my website if you want more information about me and my coaching services. You can join my not safe for work email list called The Dirty Bird if you want more content about sex and relationships. You can support said content, like my work with this podcast and other forms of media, by visiting listener support with Anchor FM or visit patreon.com to become one of my patrons. Again, check the show notes. I have links for you there. My theme song is original music by M. Kusa. Until next time. <laughs>